Hi there, romance readers, listeners. This is Izzy popping on before this episode for a very sad announcement. Um, this is Becca's final episode. On June 6th, she and I recorded the intro and the wrap-up for a great interview with Leslie Murphy, and we really hope you enjoy it so very much. However, on Friday, June 9th, Becca suddenly passed away, shocking pretty much everyone from her cherished family to every involved in the book world, from authors to bloggers to readers to the audio community. Um, sorry. Um, so, uh, we hope that, uh, while you listen to today's episode, um, I hope you enjoy her words and her laugh. I have a couple more things to say about all of this, but I'll put those thoughts at the end of the episode, so please do listen to the very end. Thank you. Hello, hello, and welcome to Romance Readers Seeking Bestsellers, the podcast. I am romance author Isabel Peterson. And I am Becca Manuel. I had I forgot my name there for a while. <laughs> it's been a long weekend. Becca Manuel, and I'm a book blogger, PA, graphic artist, and videographer. <laughs> I like to read contemporary romances. And I like to read sport, sports romance. I like them steamier the better. And I like friends to lovers. And I like Legibitiqua, L-G-B-T-Q-I-A. I heard the Legibitiqua <laughs> on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, it's such a great, great, <laughs> um, yeah. And I like uh, small town romances. And as you can tell, we, we like love to romances. read romance. <laughs> All over. We yeah. want to start over. Yeah. I'm just like, well, yeah. I know, and it's because it's a new format where, fine, we will start over. (laughs) Yeah, so I can remember my name. (laughs) There you go. Yeah, we don't want to have that. (laughs) Okay. Welcome to the Romance Readers Seeking Bestseller podcast. I'm going to do that again because I, seller, I need to be plural. Okay. (laughs) Shit. Oh. Welcome to the Romance Readers Seeking Bestsellers podcast. I am romance author Isabel Peterson. And I'm Becca Manuel, book blogger, PA, graphic artist, and videographer. I like contemporary romances. I like small town romances. I like LGBTQIA romances. And I like friends to lovers. And I like my my romances to be steamier and hotter. And I like sports romance, so the bigger, the better, the badder they are, I like them. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, we both love, love to, to read, read romance. romance. <laughs> <laughs> Here on the show, we talk about best-selling romance authors and their journey to the best-selling status. And we're also on the lookout for future bestsellers, books that haven't yet hit the big waves so join us on our search for best-selling romances, past and future. Oh, pr- Are you ready, time. Becca? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> it's been one of those weeks, but yeah, let's We're do it. We're doing it anyway. So let's do <laughs> let's this, <go>. <laughs> Three, two, one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Welcome back from LA, Becca. Thank you. Yeah, I had a great little weekend kind of a girls weekend I didn't really have to work which was nice yeah. but uh, I got 
I got to go out and hang out with Riley and some of the girls that I met in Denver. And we went to the Joe Arden, the Chameleon Effect Live event, uh, which was just like about 150 people who got to hang out with Joe Arden for the night. And um, he read part of his book and he even had a little bit of a surprise with some added. And those who don't know who Joe Arden is. Joe Arden is a narrator and he is he's really climbing up it. I mean, he's been well known to me for a while, but a lot of people are really starting to discover him. And um, so Joe uh, wrote his first book. And so The Chameleon Effect is the book that he wrote. And it's kind of his love love letter to L.A. because he grew up in L.A. So. um, So, yeah, it was a fun weekend. You know, we got we went and we, uh, you know, my friends and I, we all stayed at the same hotel in downtown LA and, you know, we had dinner and drinks and went to bookstores and just had a fun time just hanging out and not really doing anything, which was nice. Sounds like a so, blast. Yeah. So we, we had a lot of fun. One of those. <laughs> yeah. But I got in like at one thirty last night, so I'm a little tired. That's why all the floods today, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. For those of you guys don't know it, but we uh, had to re-record our intro, like, a couple know, times, four times, <laughs> yeah. and um, <laughs> and even this one that we did wasn't wasn't perfect, but we don't wasn't care. Perfect. We are so. we are come as you are, for the most yes, part. Yes, we are. Yes, the we other are. mistakes were just too big. We had to get rid of them. <laughs> Maybe I'll save them. Maybe I'll throw them on Patreon. <laughs> Who knows? Oh. But yeah, so it was fun. Um, I've worked with yeah. Joe quite a bit, and so this is the mm-hmm. first time I got to meet him face-to-face or mask-to-face because yeah. if you don't you know joe picture and if you yeah, don't you... know joe joe always has a mask on and sunglasses and his la hat because he does that because he wants everyone not to see him when he's doing the narrations but to have their own image of what the guys are which is kind of cool is so, he always um, incognito he's always incognito wherever uh-huh. he goes yeah okay. That's kind of so he's a he's a big mystery. Nobody knows what he looks like. Super sweet guy though, very nice. Um, but yeah, so he's always covered up. So uh, well, yeah. there you go. Very cool. Yeah, no, I didn't have anything nearly as exciting. Uh, we were just gardening, and um, yeah, not real, not a whole lot. I had to work this weekend. No, well, it's, it's the start of summer, so it's, yeah. So no, it's all good. All good. And, and sometimes I, I like low key, actually, if I'm honest. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So there you go. Yeah. What are you reading or watching or all that stuff? Well, since it is Pride Month, Yay! Um, I have a really great book. It just came out June 1st. Uh, I got the arc for it. It's called What We Broke by Marley Valentine. And this book is tearing me to pieces. It, uh, it starts it off, open? yeah. Yeah, it starts off with um, them losing a baby through a oh. surrogate who oh, was no. a friend of one of the guys, and it was a stillborn, and mm. and so it does have triggers in it, <laughs> and um, it's just how they just, you know, one of them just really fell apart after it, mm. and so, you know, he, it's, it's their real rebuilding of their marriage rebuilding of their friendships with their marriage and trouble trope marriage and trouble trope Mm -hmm. but just really well written but not for like cheating reasons like no no not for cheating reasons but trauma 
you know, just yeah. like trauma in the family. Um, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of his name. Well, one of the guys, he already has a daughter with his best friend from high school. They they got pregnant at 16. Before she even knew that she was pregnant, they knew that, friend. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they knew that they weren't going to be romantically you know, involved and stuff like that. And then she came out as gay. He came out as gay, but Uh you know, so they have, they have a 10 year old daughter. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so, you know, he kind of, after their baby died, Mm -hmm. you know, they, he kind of felt like he wasn't a part of it because Zara and him had had this connection because they already had a daughter and then, you know, and then the baby died and he kind of felt like the baby was their part of the family. And so it's just very oh. emotional. It's just, it, yeah, it's almost, it sounds like it's it. almost up there with always. I haven't ugly, Ugh. ugly cried, but it's one of those gut wrenching kind of things. And listeners, if you've heard, I, that is my only ugly cry book. So yeah, it sounds like this one could do it too. Yeah. And so uh, I believe next week the audio comes out and mm-hmm. Joe Arden is going to be one of, one of the narrators and Teddy Hamilton, who is another narrator that I absolutely And what love. is the release date of this? Uh, well, the book came out June 1st for pride, okay. pride month. Oh, right, right, right. So, you, so you, the, me with the, you have the arc. <laughs> yeah, I had the arc, but, but, um, the audio I think comes out next week. It comes out okay. soon. Okay. So well, um, by the time we release we this, air this, yeah, I'll have it. <laughs> Is it I'll re- have it yeah. there. Okay, cool. But uh, Joe talked about links. it this weekend and he said he really, it was very emotional for him even to go through it. So, mm-hmm. um, so that means it's going to be really good. He said it really took some, some out of him, but you know, but since it's pride month, I have, I have a, ton of my books from my favorite mm authors that i haven't read yet because you know mm-hmm. i'm going through my my books <laughs> <laughs> so some of mine that are coming up are like some of my favorite mm writers are annabella stone who does great military mm um annabeth albert also does military but she also has a geek series that is fabulous nice. and then of course kindle you know so so I will have all of those. And then I've been also reading Lisa Lynn Thomas, who okay. has a uh, series. See, it's a it's an author that's not that well. <laughs> she's she's yeah. not a bestseller, but okay. uh, I have been reading her for a while. And You're in my um, little world. <laughs> I know I'm in your world. And so um, so yeah, she has a series about a rock band. And so each of them have the different ones. And so I've been reading those and I will put all the titles for those in there too, but I'm reading hard to love right now. Okay. That and sounds good. Yeah. You know, I love the and romances and all those. Awesome. Yeah. I am like, it's weird. Um, So I'm not really reading anything right now. I'm reading some business books, but I've been doing a whole bunch of research for a book that I'm writing. Um, and, and then just like, I'm so tired at the end of every day. I don't know what is wrong. Um, but maybe it's because I'm not reading at night. I'm not sleeping well, and it's creating a very big problem. Um, I have to get back to baking me crazy. I'd started that and, and, um, that's a, that's a favorite of mine. I love that. Right. Book. I know. I know. And it's like, and I love baking and I loved how this book started. I just, 
Um, I don't know. Like I said, I've just been, we've been getting to bed like super late. Yeah. Um, we did finish watching Ted Lasso. Oh. I haven't watched it yet. <gasps> haven't oh watched it. It is. I've only read, I've only watched like the first two episodes. Okay. Well, we just finished watching the last episode, the series finale. And my life is a little empty right now. That might be another reason why I'm having a hard time finding a book to read. Cause like it You're was just in a so slump. Yeah. Good. It was, and yes, it's not the same medium. It's, it's TV, not books, but man, it was so good. So, um, yeah, I heard they're really trying to talk him into doing another season. I know. And, you know, there was an article I went and I found and it says, you know what? We, we created the show we wanted to create and intended to. And I actually applaud them for sticking to their guns because otherwise it gets long in the tooth. You know, people are yeah. like, okay, yeah, you've already been through all these things. And I'm not sure what else they could, could do. Um, I just, his, it, I get to rewatch it is the, yeah. is what I get to do now. <laughs> and then Outlander is going to be coming out um, soon with its next season. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'm, I'm way re- behind I'm in- on that. On Outlander. <laughs> I've only seen the first season. Oh, okay. Yeah, Alan no, Br- we have them all on um, Blu-ray <laughs> discs because they're just better that way. And then you have all this like extra behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. And I love that. Um, some of the research, some of the directing stuff. I'm also like rewriting my first series. Um, yes. Going back and like, I don't know if this is a good idea or not. <laughs> it's kind of wrecking my brain a little. It's a favorite series of mine. Oh, well, thank you. Um, <laughs> and that's how I kind of came. Well, I guess we did meet through rain, but yeah, yeah. I, but that was like that's the first, right. first books of yeah. yours that I read. So yeah, my life has just been a little bit crazy and in, in those ways. And um, so, yeah, my mom's coming later this weekend. Maybe I can get <laughs> a little bit more organized. <laughs> She's good for that. I only have one more big thing this summer and that's book bonanza. I'll be going the book bonanza to see rain and that's in dallas right yeah so that's the 25th of june so i'll be going up to see rain for that so yeah that'll be fun well becca we had the very big privilege i think i made with and i think you do too (laughs) we haven't really (laughs) talked about it but last week we got to talk to a book blogger which was a little bit different than talking to a best-selling author and we got to speak with Leslie Murphy from She Reads Romance book blog, and we just had a blast and a really good time having a different kind of conversation. Huh. And so what do you say we share that with our listeners? Yeah. Yep. Okay, so first rapid fire question from our blogger extraordinaire, Leslie Murphy. Big question. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Do you have any For dogs? Sure. We have one dog. We have a German Shepherd. Her name is Riley. She's awesome. Aww. She's nine months yeah. now. 
Yeah. Oh, she's still a, a baby. Still a puppy, but definitely like huge. But yeah, she's great. We love her. Mine is uh, a 10 pound Shih Tzu and she's 14 years old and she's sleeping over there. <laughs> love it. Okay. Another easy one, sweet or savory? Ooh, um, I'm going to go savory. Like I do like sweets, but very in small doses, but savory. Yeah. Any day. But depends if it's Butterfingers uh, game over, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? There's savory in that. There's like that salty yummy. Okay. Yeah. I could and- do car- I could do caramel M&Ms probably any day. Yeah. Those are good. Mixed with the, pre- with the pretzel ones. Mm-hmm. There's like that little snap of salt in those. Mm. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what is your least favorite word? Oh, um, can't. Oh, that's, that's a good, good one. one. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> we should all try. We should always try, right? I agree. I agree. I think that's, that is, that is awesome. Usually people go with the obvious one of moist and moist. I have zero problem with the word moist. So. <laughs> I don't have a problem with that for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't either. I'd rather have a moist cake than a damp cake. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's where my mind goes with it, for sure. <laughs> it's it's all the Betty Crocker that we grew up with. Exactly. Yeah, everything's moist. Yeah. Everything's moist. <laughs> okay. Today, we are so, so fortunate to have blogger extraordinaire, Leslie Murphy. She runs the She Reads Romance Books blog. I came across you, I think it was with Marissa Myers' blog. Were you on that one? Or podcast, I mean. I tried to it, remember the podcast. It doesn't ring a bell. I was with, I've been on um, What to Read Next with Laura, Laura Yarman. Okay. Were there others? Because I followed her. So I've, I've, maybe I heard you on that one. I don't know. I listened to like she a listens million. To so many podcasts. <laughs> I know, right? Um, I can't think of any more that I've been on. I, there's a few like that I've have planned out, but um, okay. yeah. All right. Well, I, I came across you on book. another blog on another podcast, and I have been in love with your blog since then. So, <laughs> yay! It, it's a it's a rabbit hole of good fun. Um. And on your blog, it says that you are a self-professed romance book lover and you like your books hot and your book boyfriends even hotter. And that totally resonates with me and Becca. <laughs> <laughs> the first romance book that took your breath away when was when you were a teen. It was Paradise by Judith McNaught, correct? Correct. Yes. Okay. Still and as an ad- bookshelf. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And as an adult, you returned to reading romance, needing an escape. And you wanted to remember that there's a lot of love in the world. And since then, it has become your passion. You have a post on your blog with all the reasons that you love to read romance. So listeners, be sure to check that out. Her podcast is at shereadsromancebooks.com. And she is rightfully proud to have built this podcast or this uh, blog into a super popular romance book blog, probably the most popular with over 700,000 visitors every month. She is a romantic at heart, loves her characters, happily ever afters, and welcome to our show. Yay. <laughs> We're so happy to have you. Yay. So happy to be here. <laughs> I didn't read the whole page. That was great. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> but I wanted to get the highlights. Awesome. So thank yes. you so your, much. Your blog is the inspiration of every 
bloggers. I've been blogging for 10 years and I would love to have my blog as organized as yours is to be able to find things. I just don't have time. It's a lot of work, but it's so fun. Yeah. Yeah. When yeah, did you start blogging? I started blogging um, November of 2019. So, oh, wow. So, ago. pretty new. Wow. Yeah. I, it is a very robust, very robust site with. Everything from lists, you're a list lover, (laughs) and I think that is great, and quizzes, and how, like, so you got started with your original love of of Judith McNaught, and you came back, what was the, what were the romance books that brought you in the current era when you're not a teen reading? (laughs) Um, I would say I, I got into, like, the rabbit hole of reading entire book series yeah. or finding an author that I loved and just reading every single the book entire library <laughs> the entire library yeah I'd walk out literally from our library with a stack of all of their books and that wow. was probably like Jill Shel- Shelvis uh-huh. for all of her books um that's a gosh, big catalog <laughs> yeah big catalog yeah and yeah. so it's just kind of like oh I love this let's read more or I love these characters I want to stay in touch with them or then I would just start finding different books and I'm like oh I really love this story and I want to read more like it so then I'd be like searching for hours it seems like what are other books like this that I could read I'm like I need to start writing a list and so then I'm like well I'm probably not the only reader that feels this way and so maybe other people would like my list to help them find other books that they love and so the blog sort of just snowballed from there what is your reading? What does your TBR look like now? <laughs> Dare I ask? It's like a, it's thousand at least. I mean, it's on there. It's crazy. I mean, I do get overwhelmed sometimes a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What am I reading? You know, and because life gets on in the way, but it's it's a big list. Yeah. And yeah, um, you read primarily ebooks, paperbacks, audiobooks. What are you? What's your method of choice? I read a lot of ebooks. I used to be like that lover of holding a book in my hand, but I read so much now and fast now that ebook is the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Paperbacks. Paperbacks. I'm getting too old now that paperbacks, sometimes the print is just too small. I was, I was waiting in my, for my daughter in her music class. And one of the teachers walked by and he goes, holy crap, how blind are you? Because I had it like on super bold and big. I was like, look, I just don't like wearing my glasses. So this is how right. I read. Well, in my copy of Paradise that I have on my bookshelf, like it's yeah. the smaller one, right? And so the yeah, market, it's, yeah it the mass and market like, one. Let me read that whole line, you know? So at least they're getting a little bit bigger now. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and the thing I like to do too is, I mean, even when I do have the paper books, I will highlight and underline and dog ear my pages and stuff like that. But it's just so much easier to highlight in the eBooks and yes. put your notes in the eBooks. So when you want to sit down and write your review, it's it's just easier to find <laughs> all the exactly stuff right. you wanted to say. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then also like you can jump in and search for a word. And if like, there's not enough of the word mm, pussy, I don't know, maybe I won't read it. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> on your mood right I love that I might have to use that right <laughs> like does this word but I do I highlight a lot because I love my like favorite quotes to keep yeah. yeah and you get to like color code things and yeah I, I like the ebook and uh the ebook format too definitely my favorite um and then the quizzes that you make on your website 
on your blog. Tell us about those. Those are fun. Those are, they are, they're just fun, you know, because it's just another quick and easy way for people or to get people either interested in a certain type of book or um, just to help them find like, oh, what might you want to read next? Here, yeah. like, let me know these few things about you. And then here you go. Here's like a, um, a suggestion. Like personal recommendation. <laughs> right, right. And I, I mean, I have too many ideas and I really want to do more. I just haven't gotten to it yet, but um, you gotta hire your team. Yeah, just something fun and a great entryway, hopefully, for people at least to see what the blog might have to offer for them. So, yeah, and there's so much. How many books do you read a month? By the way, I just have to ask. Um, gosh, anywhere from like ten to fifteen. Okay. What else is going on in my world? <laughs> yeah, that's a Probably, lot. I, I read like a book every two days, usually. Okay, that's fair. I'm like. I might get three or four read in the course of a month, but this is super crazy busy year. <laughs> so I do about yeah. 25 books a month, 25 to 30. I do about a book a day, but, and I also read more than one at a time. Do you read more than one book at a time? No, I'm a one book girl at a okay. time. Sometimes I'll have a different book, like audio book, like in the car when I'm going to work, but mm -hmm. I'm not a huge audio book fan, which I think is about like remember hearing that from one of yeah. the earlier podcasts. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm with her. Um, so maybe I'll have that, but no, one yeah. at a time for me. <laughs> I like, you know what I, the, the audio book versions I do like are like the audio plays or the book plays when they're rescripted with the um, sound they're, effects. Then yeah, I can keep duets with, with the sound effects. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah, more yeah. and more of them that are becoming well, that way but it's you'll hear like the doors opening and, pe right. and walks and feet across yeah. the the floor lauren blake lauren blakely is actually doing a lot of those like she had <laughs> she had one where she casted out like every character they had like 15 or 16 narrators and it was more like a play like you were listening to a play you heard all the things you heard the city background and yeah. all that kind yeah, of yeah, stuff yeah. so you so more and more authors are starting to get into that but the, it's That's expensive unique. it's so but expensive, I was gonna say, expensive. <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh so I just am not, I'm just not very patient like I can just read faster and then I don't know I feel like I like books less when I hear them I don't know if it's because it takes me so long and so then I but you can read. speed up the, the speed too by the way that's true that is good and I only I only listen to audiobooks of books I've already read <laughs> I, I have yeah. to have read the book. And if I want to reread or revisit, then I'll listen to the audiobook. Like and then that. it's like the same thing, yeah. but a little bit different. It's a, yeah. And and some sometimes it's made me fall in love with the book more, you mm -hmm. know, because there are certain, um, like I'm listening to one right now and I loved the book before, but now I'm like, oh my God, this is my all-time favorite now because the actors, the voice actors, because they truly acted it out. You heard the growls and you heard the sighs and you know all of that and so yeah so they're they're getting it's it's evolved a lot over the past yeah. 10 years because i listened to some of my older audiobooks and i actually like contact the author and said you really need to redo these books because <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're horrible <laughs> and it's a big expense that's the unfortunate yeah. part yeah that's so. What's, so on both sides right both for the reader yeah. as well as for the author. Yeah, exactly. Um, so Izzy, wife, your, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say I, Izzy was showing me her <laughs> reading journal. Yes, you that wrote she this. got from you. Very awesome. Yay. I bought it on Amazon, and it's a great little place to keep all of your stuff. I've I've started filling mine out some, and um, 
Oh, I, well, so I like went back and I like had some paints with litter and stuff like that because I like tiny things. <laughs> There's a bingo in here, which I have to update my bingo rating. There's a to be a red list. There's, um, you can list your favorites, see more metallic paint in there. <laughs> yeah. And then you can write down some of your favorite books and your favorite book boyfriends. You can list your five stars and favorite quotes and book reviews. And then there's trope lists in here. This is a great like one-stop shopping for all the books you've read and want to read. And it is just amazing. And so how's that going? What was that? I was gonna say, which is great because for someone like me with as much as I read, I get anxiety going into my TBR list on Goodreads because I, every book I want to read, I put in, so my TBR is like 5,000 or something on there. And then I have my read. And so I've had to start to try and go in and organize, okay, this is for this year. This is for this year, <laughs> but it's, it's like, I don't want to be, you know, and then I'll go, oh, I know I read that book, but you know, when did I read? So having a journal like that is very handy to have. Especially when you like have it include a lot of things, you know, especially what any normal journal wouldn't necessarily have or that I didn't find, you know, in any Mm -hmm. other journal. Right. Um, Because a lot of those journals, all it is, is, okay, this is why I read. This is, you know, this is the author and that's it. And it's like, but I have more to say. I have more things. And then just to be able to have it sorted in all sorts of different ways. Like here, you, you can list all your favorite book boyfriends by name, which is very lovely. That's important, that's important <laughs> to that's me. Important. Yeah. yeah. And of course, you know, like the lists of the tropes and the books and certain tropes and stuff, which is great because if somebody asks, oh, what book do you, you know, what, what do you recommend for this kind of trope to be able to go back to a list like that for my which own Which seems to be reading. very important right now. It seems like every ad is a trope ad. Like this yeah. book has this trope yeah. and this trope and this trope and this trope. And, you know, I mean, I never really thought about tropes until I started seeing all those ads. And it's like, oh yeah, there are tropes and there's so many tropes within the romance genre. So many. So yeah. And then also that's what what I love about it though, right? I mean, there's something for everybody. Yeah, Um, there is. And then also you run challenges on your blog. And so that would be another great place to keep things organized. So like in May, you had done a historical romance challenge, right? Yeah. 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 I, and I try to keep it fun, you know, simple, not overwhelming. So people are like, oh, that's too big. I can't do it. Like a book a week, like no way, you know, it's just one book a month, you know, yeah. and in a nice, easy way to, for people who are new to the genre to check it out and see really the variety that it is, or if someone who already loves romance, just a way to like change up their reading from month to month. Do you have right. any challenges? Cause you get up? stuck, you get stuck in, yeah. in yeah. your genres and it's like, like and sometimes it's yeah it's stretching yourself it's like okay you know what I'm gonna try that and do you have yeah, any I, like, challenges I, oh. oh go ahead no nope. I was just gonna say do you have challenges coming up for the summer you know I decided not to do one this summer I did last summer but uh-huh. um I don't remember why I just did or maybe it got away from me I was, I've, I've been in like <laughs> list building mode I'm like oh my god I have all these to do and I'm like backlogged so I'm just yeah. like trying to like pump them out yeah. um but this year I was for the annual challenge like the focus too was like like we talked about like really reading some books that have been on our tbr list for quite a while or to really like branch out and try a new author that you haven't read before um so i think that's kind of fun too yeah i like i like the challenge of like finding a different author that maybe other people have been talking about forever or an author i've never even heard about 
So yes, yes, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. What are some of your favorite books and authors? Uh, that you want to share or <laughs> we already talked about paradise which yes. sounds like paradise you have to read paradise um I really love Kate Stewart um mm. in the author I'm actually going to one of her signings this November I'm so excited oh, yeah. um I I so the guy in the middle and her like new adult series I just love I just think about quotes and parts of that book like all the time you know and that's what's a really great book for me that just it comes back to your mind every now and yeah. then yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, Drive, and of course her series Ravenhood. That's yeah. All the now, so I love her. Yeah. Um, see it all over TikTok. <laughs> yes, I really loved um, Red, White, and Royal Blue. Casey McQuiston. Oh yeah, that I'm was excited for the movie for the to come out. Yeah, or the movie to come out. Yeah. Yeah. So that I just I loved everything about it. The characters, the the storyline, you know, the struggle, the MM romance. It was just a debut novel that I think really did deserve all of the popularity that it got. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was very, very well done and super. Um, it, it makes you think, I think too, mm-hmm. that book was one that kind of like you read and you're like, ah, I love that. Like, that's a great way mm-hmm. to look at things. Yeah. Um, and I haven't read like a lot of, pol- I mean, not that it had a ton of political stuff in it, but I mean, enough, right? Enough, um, yeah. Right. So that was kind of new and unique for me to read. And it was well done, especially given the current politics yes. <laughs> of today. Yes. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, but I read, I like historical too. And one that always stands out, it's on my favorite book list on the blog is Truce by um, R.L. Mathewson. Uh, oh, she was yeah. one of those first authors that I kind of just blew through her like she was she was the first years. author that I when I my husband got me a nook for Mother's Day in 2012 and I had no clue and I went to the top 100 free books and I got one of her books and we were on a road trip to LA and by the time I got to San Antonio I said we have to stop I need to download all of her books and that's what I did I downloaded every single one of her books and read them on that road trip and yeah I love R.L. Matheson she is she is my unicorn author that I want to meet someday (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah but it's yeah I, I did guess. I did love her her historical romance it was very good mm-hmm. I enjoyed kind of one of my first before. like enemies to lovers books that I was like oh I really like this yeah it's <laughs> really good um so yeah that was definitely has been on my list yeah um, my my first reading of historical romance was it has to be Rain Miller I think mm-hmm. um we're, we're the were the were first ones that I read and then Sierra yeah, Simone has the, whole, has the Markham Hall series. I love those by Sierra Simone. Mm-mm-mm. She's one of my favorite authors of all time. <laughs> um, awesome. And yeah. now, what? so what are you currently reading? Normally, Becca and I talk about this in the beginning, um, but we've saved it. <laughs> so what are you currently <laughs> I, reading? Well, I just finished um, Fourth Wing by Rebecca. Yara. Oh, yeah. 
her first fantasy and I'm like oh my gosh you need to keep re- writing fantasy because and it is it. blowing up the, the I can't find card. it anywhere <laughs> even even trying to get it off of Amazon it's like a month wait to get it because my daughter really is into fantasy and wants to read and she won't read an ebook so I'm I've been going like everywhere trying I can't find it anywhere which is awesome for Rebecca yeah but it's well, like I've yeah n- I've never read anything by her but for some reason it just stood out I'm like ooh, dragons I love this so it was it made my list of most anticipated romance books for this year even though I'd never read anything from her but so I just finished it and yeah um it's it's really good I think a her writing is fantastic Mm -hmm. I love the world building and just sort of the I mean it has your typical young adult fantasy you know the the heroine who's you know more than really meets the eye right and then the Mm -hmm. hero who's like um he's sort of more stoic and quiet but can can be cruel but in, in a way that is, is helping her you know kind of Tough thing love kind of way uh, yeah and it was just it was really good so I can't wait for the second one to come out later this year awesome um, but I'm going to start reading um JT Geisinger she's one of my favorite authors too her oh, yeah mm-hmm. one came out liars like us I'm gonna read that one and I actually need to pick up of an arc that I'm a little behind on um Alexis Hall's mm. upcoming one Mortal Follies okay. for the week after is that um, part of any of his other series that are out or is it no fresh? it's just standalone but okay. I just love how he, he I don't know how he identifies um uh, writes so many different subcategories you know like yeah. the billionaire to bdsm to historical uh-huh. um and this one is i think about a witch <laughs> oh so okay, well, that was I'm, surprising yeah so i'm kind of intrigued to see where he's gonna take it in this yeah one. oh for sure i'm intrigued maybe i'll read that one in october witchtober right isn't that what they're calling it <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly how about you becca what are you reading oh you know <laughs> <laughs> reading five right yeah um I'm reading four arcs right now (laughs) I just finished uh Kelly Elliott's um meet me in Montana she has a spinoff and so the second book in that which is cherished enough which comes out next week um I have Olivia Michaels uh in the protector romance uh, she has more than rumors that comes out tomorrow. Um, Chris Michaels also has Declan that comes out tomorrow, and Anna Blakely that has Marked for Danger that comes out tomorrow. Wow. So tomorrow is a big protector romance, and Susan Stoker also has one coming out tomorrow. And we should um, note that we're recording this episode on May 29th. Yeah. Um, so, so by tomorrow, are... it's June 1st. So by the time this is out, they are ready for you. Yeah, they're all, they'll all be ready. <laughs> um, and then I'm always rereading. I work for Riley Edwards, so I'm always rereading her books and making TikToks and making all those things for her. So um, I think I'm on my third run of her library because every time I go through, I find something new, trying to <laughs> always keep it fresh. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm always either listening to one of her books or I have, I have one in my purse. So I usually have a book, a paperback in my purse, a Kindle in my purse, a book on my phone, and then something on audio. So 
yeah, I'm constantly, my, my kids know, because uh, we, we go somewhere and my husband's like, are you coming in? And they're like, no, mom's going to stay in the car and read. <laughs> <laughs> just go, y'all are just running in. I'm fine. I'm fine where I am. <laughs> there you go. And I'm reading, I'm just starting Carla Sorensen's Baking Me Crazy because I saw the title and oh, I just I enjoyed that. Oh, I love that series. I love Carla. <laughs> and yeah. that was a friends to lovers uh, romance. I am also, I recently finished um, Street Smart, which was for, is for our Patreon uh, book club. And um, I am like in the last 10% and I'm like, I'm savoring every page of We're Made of Moments by Molly McLean, who was on our last show. So Very cool. that's, that's what I'm up to today. And then also writing and arcs for, well, the beta reading, arc reading or alpha reading, I guess, for a couple of author friends of mine. So yeah, that's my list. <laughs> I know. Never ending. It's, always it's never ending. There's always a book out there somewhere. Yeah, for sure. What do you think makes a bestseller, by the way, Leslie? What, what, did, what to you, what is the thing that stands out? Is it the writing? Is it the marketing? Is it, what is it? Well, I guess that's a little bit different from what I would say, what makes a really great book. Right. right. Cause I think mm-hmm. that's different. Like a bestseller could not necessarily be a great, book. Be a great book. Yeah. <laughs> so I would say, yeah, marketing probably makes a great bestseller and everybody's talking the, about hopefully it. the full package, but, um, what I look for in a great book, which hopefully yeah. becomes a bestseller would be obviously the writing. I mean, you can't get around mediocre yeah. writing. I mean, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm in awe of what you guys do because I mean, how to put ideas to pay, pen and paper, but also in a way that fully flushes out characters and, you know, moves the story along. Um, has emotions. Really, yeah, it's really impressive, right? So obviously the writing and then characters that just have to grab you, right? You have, there has to be something unique, special, I don't know, that really makes you feel for these characters and then get invested in them to want them to see their, get their happy ending. Right. Um, and then obviously, you know, the storyline, but I think that's where it kind of gets blurry in terms of what would make a good bestseller because there are so many different tropes and so many things that people like. You're not going to hit something that everybody's going to love. You know, like I don't really gravitate gravitate towards romantic suspense, you know, so someone could write Mm -hmm. a fantastic book, but I might be like, yeah, or not even want to pick it up because unless it's it's a favorite author. (laughs) Yeah. Unless it's a favorite author. Right. Yeah. Um, So that's to me the full package but I think yeah nowadays it's you know you're an author but you're probably also like part marketer I mean you kind of have to be you have to be I, I feel what the are same the things way. that you look for then in in books like when you pick up if you were to look at a you see an ad across your page or something on Facebook scroll by or Instagram wherever you are what draws you to a book would it be like the cover would it be what other people are saying how do you choose, how do you choose the books you read? Um, I, I definitely have to have this balance where I love all my favorites. So I read all of their mm-hmm. new releases, but then I'm mm-hmm. like, well, how do I balance with wanting to explore and find more people who, I mean, there's probably more authors that I'm going to love and where are they, you know? Um, so that's, I'm hard. right here. I know. <laughs> um, I would say, Part of me probably hates to admit this, but yeah, I'm sure the cover like plays a part of it, you Mm -hmm. know, Um, and you know, the whole like 
graphic novel covers change is sort of a whole nother topic of conversation. Yeah, um, <laughs> the illustrated covers, yeah. Yeah, um, but I think to me, it's really, it is the book blurb. And I mean, that's a whole probably science to it too. Like it really, it's like sometimes you can tell like, somebody's writing these and this isn't good. So is that what the writing in the book's gonna be that, like? Yes. Right, it's so then I'm like, no, yeah. It's like um, the first sample. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I mean, that's kind of true, you know. Yeah. Um, and same goes for the cover even too. I think if covers are kind of um, shoddy, you know, like yeah, not well thought out, um, a little bit too homemade-like. Yeah, you're like, yes. well, okay, does, as everything else then on a shoestring, like the editing and the- Right. Yeah. Right. Did you get enough beta readers to make sure that the story was cogent and all that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hate to say it, but yeah, you, sometimes you can judge a book by its cover. Sometimes the covers are just, they're just bad and the insides are awesome, but. <laughs> but nobody right. picks them up because yeah, people are visual, you know, it's like. Initially, I picked a lot. Of, initially, I picked a lot of books based on what some of my favorite authors were recommending because I'm like, yeah. well, I love their writing. Then. I'm assuming I'm going to like what they like to they, read, you yeah. know, or their, their standards are going to be similar. Um, so that's sort of where I would find initially a lot of books to read. Okay. And yeah. you're not, is it a, so it's, it's recommendations from other authors and then like, yeah, where else, where do you find your other books that you would like arc read? Are you doing, do you do NetGalley? That I kind do of use thing? NetGalley a lot to find okay. some, um, but even that, I'm like, I can't accept anymore. I, I'm it's like too much. It is. Um, so yeah, it's usually NetGalley or sometimes Goodreads. I'll just sort of skim and see. And then if something jumps out, which is really not a good answer. For you guys. No. But, and so you're, are you a more of a mood reader then? Uh, yes, I would say, yeah, I am. Yeah. Like someone, a new reader to me, I found last year, um, Hannah Bonham Young. Okay. Um, she came out with, I think, two in a novella last year. I can't even remember how I found her. Maybe it was scrolling through Goodreads. I'm not really sure. But I loved her books. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, give me more. I'm going to read an arc of her new one coming up called Out on a Limb. Um, but that was sort of like that, like, oh, moment. I'm like a new author and I love her books and I'm so excited. But I really couldn't tell you what it was that made me click on it and read it. Um, also, yes, I, and I don't know how this works really for authors, but I will be more apt to try somebody on Kindle Unlimited, you know, because mm -hmm. that, or even from the library, because it's not a huge investment. Because I'm like, oh, if I'm not feeling it, I'm not afraid to not finish a book these days. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm more apt to try a new author if I'm just looking through, oh, what's the latest on Kindle Unlimited? Then I might, you know, grab it from there. Yeah. I'm interested to see what happens with Kindle Unlimited with Kobo Plus out as a competitor. And now to make it even stranger, you know, Amazon just raised its price from $10 a month to $12 a month. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of thinking I might want to pull my stuff out of KU and try and do a bigger push into the libraries to get into the library systems with, what is it, Hoopla and Libby? Yeah. Yeah. Because if, if an author's in KU, their books okay. can't be put into libraries and the digital places. books yeah the digital books you can mm -hmm. get your paperback books into libraries right but, it's not the same but format 
but your digitals that's, yeah yeah that's horrible actually. yeah and, and that's why a lot of authors are going to Kobo plus because they allow you to go wide and they allow you to put your books wherever you want to put them yeah and, so, and Amazon's um, also changing their printing costs so that now their payout costs and all of that have so. to raise their sale price so that they're not losing money on every print copy that goes out so you're going to see a lot of paperbacks go from like $12.99 to $19.99 and yeah. stuff oh. like that because otherwise it's just not worth it for them to print out a book it's right. a crazy, crazy world. Wow. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. A lot of authors are even going to where they're selling direct from their websites because uh, BookFunnel has made it very easy for them to incorporate it where people can buy a book direct from their website and then it goes into their Kindle. So, you know, it's, well, uh, yeah. So it, it'll be interesting to see how this next year, how how everything starts to evolve and what's next in the romance world. <laughs> yeah. As far as how people read. So what are you hoping comes up in the future of, of, of the blogging and the romance world and stuff like that? Oh gosh. Good question. Um, well, I hope what, what continues is what I feel like we've seen recently is more real diversity in mm -hmm. the genre. I mean, yeah. I've read probably more, you know, lesbian romance LB, lgbtq you know than i ever have because there just seems to be more of it mm -hmm. or even just you know more own voices romance yeah. books you know different um different heroes and heroines that actually reflect the world, the you, world. Know, you know um the way it is so, instead of the way you would dream it to be because yeah yeah so i hope that really continues and just the variety of stories you hear you know like them stories are really the rage too, which are great, you know, but all kinds of um, stories. And I think, I mean, I hope we continue to see more of the spicy, you know, books because Yay. even despite having, you know, more discreet covers, you know, that, mm -hmm. that sort of says we're still sort of in the back ages with all of that. But um, yeah, I hope. Well, that's, that and that, you know, another plug to Kent to uh, ebook reading. <laughs> Nobody has to see yeah. that. Although, yeah, although I did, I did see yesterday. I think it was on Facebook Reels, might have been on TikTok. Uh, one author, her her hard covers on the dust cover is the discreet, and then when you take it off, the hard cover is actually the sexy. So you can either read it with the discreet cover on, or you can take it off, which I thought That's was cool. was kind of was kind of interesting. And I've also seen where they have uh, paperbacks that are the discrete cover and then when you open up inside the very first page is the sexy cover love that so yeah. and i love how willow winters i don't know if you've read any of her stuff but how she is marketing her books now and she color codes them so on the front of the cover it's just the name of the couple and then so like the light colored purple are the like small town romances in the suite and then the darker the colors go the more spicy, yeah. more so like her That's mafia clever. and stuff like that. Yeah, it's That's really clever. clever. Yeah. Nice. And one last uh, area I'll, ch I'll, ch I'll touch base with you on is you also have not just She Reads Romance Books blogs, but you have another one. Do you want to tell our listeners about it? I think I this do. one's so sweet. Yes, I have what's called We Read Tween Books. Um, oh, fun. 
I have two little kiddos at home and they're like, mom, we want to vlog. Like you're always vlogging. Like this is cool. And they're big readers too. Um, so we came up with the idea. My daughter's like, well, why don't we call it We Read Tween Books? And I'm like, sure, let's go for it. So <laughs> it focuses on um, mostly graphic novels and chapter book series for tweens. Um, yeah. Which is because again, that I was that mom going into the library being like, my kid loves this book and I need more like it because they want to read all of those books or they, this is the first book in this series. What yeah. are the rest of them? And so right. we walk out with the stack. So um, the lists help um, give books all in a series, but also offer different um, graphic novels and stuff for kids in this age range. And then I also add like extra stuff because so many authors now give like fun worksheets or different mm -hmm. um things that go along with their series so it's all kind of a one-stop shop for people yeah yeah and that's there, such a tough age to find <laughs> books for your kids I remember when my kids were that age and just trying to find you know any book that would catch their attention and then you know they would start reading one I was like oh well maybe we should be reading that one that's maybe more young adult than tween and you know yeah. And with the way that libraries and schools are now, sometimes you just can't find the books in the, yeah. that, you know, so yeah, that's a, that's a great, um, uh, and even like in some of the reader groups, a lot of the questions are, I have a 10 year old, 11 year old, who's really looking for a good book series. And there's a 2023 reading challenge on your, on that website, on the uh we tween. read tween Tweens. books. It's <laughs> like kind of a tongue twister, but I love it. Um, so we are awesome. doing a summer challenge for that blog. I'm going to put post it tomorrow or this week. Um, Good. So that'll be exciting. So for... there's a year long one, and then there's going to be like yeah. a, a smaller one then for summer months. Good. Awesome. And something yeah. to motivate the kids to read more. And I wish my daughter was more of a reader. She is. She reads more nonfiction and memoir narrative kind of stuff books. And I'm like, read fiction. It's more fun. <laughs> yeah. no, like, mom, I don't want to read your read. books. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They just tackled the, no finally tackled the Harry Potter ones this past summer. So. Oh, yeah. there yeah. you go. That's a big series. <laughs> That's a good yeah. one. It awesome. Is. Yeah. Leslie, it has been so much fun to talk to you and I'm still enjoying my reading journal and I continue to enjoy your what your blog and if I had tweens at home I would definitely be having them on the we read <laughs> tween books <laughs> now I now I have some place to send them whenever I see those posts yeah so. exactly yeah, thank you and um absolutely and if you hear of something that's awesome that we need to read we hope that you'll just like drop us a little note and say Becca is you guys need to read this book I like <laughs> the ones that are more unknown Becca sticks to it and it's fine um more bestsellers. <laughs> well, I've been, I've, I started with a lot of these, you know, know. and so know. it's and like when I've been doing this for 12 years, you know, 11 years. And, and so I came, so they weren't bestsellers when you they weren't bestsellers whenever they started. And it's one so. of those things. I have a loyalty to them. I've been with them since their very first yeah. book. And sometimes even while they were writing their very first <laughs> books. So, and there's a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, For when sure. I find one that I really love, we'll, I'll come back and we'll talk about it. Do, do, do. Let us great. know. Thank you so yeah. much for coming on the show, and we will hopefully see you and hear from you soon. Thanks so much, Lee. Okay. Bye. Well, that was a lot of fun talking to her, and I really I, got some inspiration from her too because being a blogger, like yeah. she has goals.
Like uh, her, yeah. yeah, her blog is like goals for any blogger who's out there. So, Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, so, it, the, the lists, the quizzes, how it's organized. There's so much on there. Her monthly newsletter is amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. I signed, I I signed up for it. Yeah, yeah. I signed up. And, and so we uh, will have all that It's also that fun that she has one for the littles. <laughs> yeah, I know. Which is big because I love it. having a child that just came out of that tween. Well, yeah. I guess she didn't just come out, but she's 17. So yeah. yeah good stuff for summer. Yeah. It's Very a great good. way to kick off the summer. And we will have all of her information in our show notes as she usual. sent me. Yep. She sent a bunch of links um, for all of her stuff. There's and also you can grab her reading journal. There's lots of stuff. So yep. check those show notes. We have links, links, links. Links, links, links. Links, links, and- links. And remember, if you like the show, if you enjoyed it, please leave a review on Apple. It really does help. And it's free to do that. (laughs) Who are looking for podcasts just like ours. And we will be taking a small break over the summer because it's one more episode coming up. Yeah. One more, which um, is a really close friend of mine. And she has a new book coming out. And I'm really excited for everybody to read it. So. We'll and next it. season is going to be a little bit different than this season. So Just a little bit. We're going to do yeah. some tweaks. And if you want to support us in a little bit extra way, if you have a few dollars a month that you can spare, which is basically the cost of a really inexpensive ebook, $3 a month, you can join our Patreon. And we'll have, we have some bonus content up there. Some, uh, you know, the rapid fire questions are now over there. We're grabbing some other bits and parts of, episodes that we're going to be on the cutting room floor for various and, reasons. <laughs> and over the summer, we'll probably have a one or one book club meeting at least, at least. during the summer. At and, least. um, and we'll have giveaways when we reach those 10 Patreons. So. I know we're, <laughs> we're kind of stuck at six and that's okay. Yeah. We love every one of you six out there. <laughs> so, um, and we're going to try and meet up again this month on Facebook toward the end of the month. So if you are not already in our Facebook group, it's the Romance Readers Seeking Bestsellers podcast Facebook group. Come and find us, join our group, and we were, are going to have a sit and just chat yeah, about just books. Yeah, chat. No, no aim, just general mayhem. But we want to yeah. know what you're taking to the beach with you or on vacation. Absolutely. Yeah, your summer and- plans for reading. And if you don't have any yet, then you need, you need to be there so that you can. And if it's not summer for you, that's okay too. Australia. And yeah, Yeah. (laughs) we do have listeners in Australia. As you're, as you're starting to bundle up for the winter there. I know. I know. I was talking to my friend Joe. Yeah. I was talking to my friend Joe and she lives in Australia and she's like, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's just been raining and raining and we're even going to get snow, which always throws me off that people get snow in June. I know. (laughs) But yeah. And if you are an author out there listening and would like to sponsor an episode, you can do that. Just $10 for an ad spot, a sponsor spot. And uh, you can find that link on our website, romancereaderspodcast.com. And also, if you're an author and you would like to be on an episode next year to talk about a new release, we also have information on our website for that. Oh, I guess we're the cat's out of the bag then. That's our new format next year. (laughs) Oops. (laughs) Yep. So next year we're going to be focusing on new releases. Yeah. That's it. Whether, yeah, just bestsellers or not. Yeah. And we're going to be wondering is this new release going to be a bestseller? So there you go. So that's, yeah. And we'll still be maintaining our 
grant, which is why the sponsor spots and the, and the Patreon. So anyway, listeners out there have a great reading week and time. Keep your eyes open for future bestsellers. If you read any, what should they do, Beck? Uh, oh, let us know. <laughs> I was like, what do they let us know? Let's see. Yeah, let us know if you, if you have Post any. Post about it on social media, but also tell us. We need yeah, to know. Tell us. Come into our group. It's been, That's yeah, right. All we're right. really tired. <laughs> I know. It's, yeah, summer's hit. and It has. Yeah. But we have one more episode. So One more episode. Thanks for listening, guys. And we will see you on the flip side. Bye. Um, so hi there. Um, it's me again, Izzy, and I hope you enjoyed the interview and what my very best friend brought to the show. To say that this was the most difficult episode to edit is a massive understatement. A task that would normally take me just a couple of hours took me a couple of days with many breaks just to cry. And I hope you don't mind the bloopers in the beginning, but I just couldn't cut out a single second of Becca. Not even her laughing at me, who did more flubbing than she did. And uh, I left the rapid-fire questions that we were going to be using as Patreon-exclusive material. I just didn't want to deprive anyone of Becca this time around. Um, I will get to the video stuff. I'm going to figure it out. That's where Becca excels. But anyway, I'm going to figure it out and get the video up on Patreon. And if you'd like to see Becca in this interview and others, um, you'll be able to find them there. And... Like I said, I'm going to work on getting those videos up, but I need to figure out how it works, and it's not my forte. Um, you may have heard on earlier episodes of the show that um, Becca and I have been friends for about 10 years and incredibly close these past few years, and then more or less my business partner for the past year with the podcast, and I don't know anyone like her out there. She loved everyone and everything. Her generosity knew no bounds. Um, you've also heard over these past episodes a bunch about Becca's family. <laughs> she leaves behind her husband, Gene, a man whose heart and love rivals Becca. And she loved him so, so deeply. And no doubt you've also heard her talk of her two kids, Carter, who's 21, and Emmy, who's only 17. They're left without a mother, and Becca was so incredibly close to those two. Um, I'm sure as you've heard in the podcast, so over the last 18 episodes so um a few author a few of becca's author friends and i we've set up a gofundme campaign to help gene and the kids with anything they need from funeral expenses to schooling for emmy who was homeschooled by becca but also for emmy's music education because i'm sure you've heard she's um, an amazing and talented songwriter and musician becca talked about it a lot um, if you can donate any amount, your donation is so incredibly appreciated. And if you can't donate, um, I hope you can at least share the campaign because you never know who else Becca reached in the world. And when Becca touched you, her kindness and joy, it sticks with you. It just does. And um, you can find the link for the campaign in the show notes below um, this episode, but also on our website, romancereaderspodcast.com. It's uh, also on our Facebook page. You can head there and you can share it from there. And you can also leave comments for Becca's family to read. Gene loves to know how loved his beautiful Becky was. Um, we were planning on doing one more episode before we break for the summer. Uh, that's, as you can imagine, on hold for the moment as I try and figure out 
um, what to do with the podcast, how to proceed. Um, it's not something I can really think about right now, but I do know Becca would kick my ass if I quit. So, um, I just have to figure out, (laughs) um, what I'm going to do. So thank you again for listening. Thanks for a great season and go out there, find some really awesome books and read them. Tell me all about them and maybe I'll read them and we'll talk about it on the show. Thanks so much.